So I'm waiting on my friend Duncan. Say, so go on then, press the button. Okay, you can go now, Al. Are you? <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. QVT. I know I put it together, but I am allowed to love it, Duncan, aren't I? Even if I yep. did it. Absolutely, you are. So, <laughs> Rock, do you want to introduce everything here? Yeah, well, absolutely. I'd love to introduce us all. Firstly, welcome everybody to episode official number one of the Lunar Cast. So, this is the show for all things Amazon Lunar. Uh, I have to say off the bat here, we're not officially in any way, sense, or shape affiliated with Amazon or Amazon Lunar. We're fans, and that's it. We're passionate about cloud gaming. Uh, we'll introduce ourselves in a second. But you're at the right place if Amazon Lunar is what you're interested in. Every Sunday around this time, and it's good morning, good afternoon and good evening depending where you are in the world we will bring you the latest news uh, game reviews anything at all that we feel is going to be of interest to you at the great lunar loving public so let's start by introducing ourselves uh, let's start with you duncan how are you my friend i am brilliant it's another it's another lovely day here uh, it actually it actually got better as the day went on so that that was always good uh, yeah, uh, my name's Duncan, as you may know, uh, uh, also known as One to Escape in the gaming world there. So if you want to follow me, that's my uh, name on Twitter. And uh, I've been cloud gaming for, oh, I would say about 10 years now. I started back uh, with OnLive way, way back in the day. So I've been on there for <laughs> on this cloud gaming adventure for a long time. And... Uh, Amazon launching this is really, really exciting for me, and I can't wait to actually see what's going to happen. Uh, I, for my gaming, actually uh, started back in the Commodore 64 days. Uh, I think Rock was a wee bit before that as well. Yeah, look at me, man. I'm a wee bit yeah. for everybody. <laughs> yep. So on my or I, I have i've been playing games all all my life. I've had most of the consoles go on. I've had them. Nintendo ones, the Sega ones, but if you ask me which has been my favorite ever console or platform, I'm going to tell you my favorite ever platform was on live. That was just magical. Uh, it actually transformed the way <laughs> I want to play games because we're going to be touching on this a wee bit later about what is cloud gaming because it's just opened my eyes to what cloud gaming could actually offer. And Whereabouts Rock, in the world are you, Duncan? Because it'd be quite useful for people to know where we are, I think. I'm over here in the UK and in Northern Ireland. So if you've got trouble with my accent, just tell me and I will try and speak a bit more clearly because I know a lot of people struggle with our accent over here because we, we speak too fast and everything under the sun. So if, if you don't understand me, give me a shout. Well, you know what? the thing I think the thing about gaming is, is it's made us all much more cosmopolitan, hasn't it? I, you know, I mean, we're none of us just in a, a little island anymore. Whenever you play a game these days, you're probably going to be playing with someone from somewhere in the world uh, who has an accent. So I think, you know, we've all become accustomed to different accents. And of course, the Irish accent is uh, is the kind of one of the roots of the American accent. So I don't think it's probably as bad as you as you make out. But look, 
rat holes aside <laughs> hi i'm rock uh i'm adam in real in the real world uh in the real world i i run a software development company uh, and like duncan i've been gaming since i was you know that big uh almost since gaming started um you know it's sort of back in the 70s so quite some time ago uh i've been into cloud gaming for almost a year since google stadia launched uh before that it was something that i was fascinated in the potential of and i've written articles for national magazines prior to stadia launching for example didn't get into on live as duncan did but i certainly have played with uh, all the sorts of cloud gaming technologies as it's come across so both of us massive game fans we're both into technology duncan is also uh, in the tech industry so you know we know our tech we know our games and we're passionate about cloud gaming so when luna was announced just the week before last from uh, amazon we always knew that they were going to come into the market of course because uh, there'd been rumors of tempo for a while tempo was the code name for luna and we knew that they'd bought Twitch. We knew that they had set up their own game studio. They even launched a couple of titles and then pulled them back, which was interesting. We might touch on that a little bit later. So we always knew this was coming uh, and we were hugely excited when it finally launched uh, because for many reasons, you know, it fits right there in the cloud gaming ecosphere. So Duncan, that's us in a nutshell. Uh, we'll be here every single time this week, uh, every week. Uh, so, and during the week as well, what we plan to do, folks, uh, this is very much an Amazon Luna channel. So as there's breaking news, we'll, we will do a live show. So it could pop up at any time in the week. When Luna officially launches, which could be any day now, we will break in and uh, we've got many friends in America that will have requested access to Luna. At the moment, it's, it's purely um, request early access only. Once it happens, we'll live stream as well. So again, we'll bring you that as it happens. And also, we intend to review every single game that has been announced so far for Luna Plus. So that's something to look forward to as well between now and the launch of Luna. So Duncan, where are we going to start our journey today? We are going to start our magical journey and just at the very, very basics here, what is cloud gaming? So, Rock, do you want to kick this off or do you want me to start? I don't off? mind. I'm, I'm happy to share. So, I mean, again, <clears throat> I think it's probably important not to get overly technical at this stage, uh, you know, because we, we, we are trying, we know that a lot of you are new to cloud gaming as well as obviously we all are to Amazon Luna. But what we do, what we can tell you as, as experienced cloud gamers are the benefits of cloud gaming. So cloud gaming in essence is it's taken away the, the, uh, the game being local to you. So instead of it being on a console or on a PC in your house or you know in the garage as I am here today, it's, it's actually up in the cloud on servers. Um, now there are uh, lots of networks where that can happen. Google has one, IBM has one, uh, Amazon has one with Amazon Web Services, which is what Luna is based on. And essentially, the 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 whole guts of the uh, gaming console, or the gaming kit, if you like, is living on a server up in the cloud, as we call it. The cloud is just another euphemism for the internet. When you play a game, you're essentially playing that game on that remote computer up in the cloud somewhere and it streams the game to your local device now it could be a television 
It could be a computer, it could be a mobile device, it doesn't matter because they're streaming the end result of you playing the game, the video aspect of it. So think of it, you know, if you're on Amazon, if you're on Prime uh, Video, for example, uh, and you're playing uh, a movie, you're not, you haven't put a disc in, in your uh, video player at home, you've requested it to be streamed from a remote server and that's exactly how it works but it happens with the most amazing technology it's instantly fast there's a, you know, a no perceptible latency or lag as you're playing it that's um something we'll maybe cover off again later but as you play the game you're sending uh, all the instructions from your controller up to the server in the cloud it's playing the game for you with your controller instructions and sending you the video stream which can be all the way up to 4K, 60 frames per second. And certainly we've seen that and it works and it works amazingly well. So, you know, that's what you've got to look forward to. The benefits are things like no installations. You don't have to install the game, it's there. You don't have to update the game if there's an update required. Uh, you can have a game as big as you want because you don't have to physically uh, install it onto a hard drive locally. Uh, and you can leave it and come back to it at any point, come onto another device and pick up where you left off. So there's huge advantages to it. You got anything I've missed out there, Dunk? Yeah, uh, basically it's any sort of downside you can think about having a console. If, if the console breaks, you have to replace it, not so in the cloud, you don't have to worry about that. The next the next version, like we're getting with the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation 5, you don't have to worry about that uh, in cloud gaming because that's automatically done for you because they do it for you. There's just so many benefits to cloud gaming, it's, uh, it's unreal. Say uh, you've got you've been, you used to be uh, playing a big Destiny fan, but you've actually fell out fell out from love of the game, and they're doing the big update. You can just jump straight back into the game uh, without having to download it again in any of the patches. You can keep so many all the games in your library. You can just jump in backwards and forwards, forwards and backwards to anything you really want to play. So. Cloud gaming has so many advantages. It's it's actually scary. <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, one of the big advantages is cost. So you know, we're we're currently uh, queuing up to buy next generation consoles. They're roughly around five hundred dollars, give or take, in some instances. Um, but with with cloud gaming, you don't have to invest in that level of hardware. Now you do uh, usually, and not just here, not just with Luna, but typically you might want to get a specific controller to work with it. And of course, you have to have a device to put it on. So you have to have the mobile phone or the television. But you haven't have you haven't had to invest in a specific branded console or a big rig PC. So the actual barrier to entry for most people is cost, that's eradicated. And that's amazing because it what it does as well is it opens it up into other territories. So, you know, we're very used to living in our fairly affluent world um, where we might spend $50 or more on a game every single month in some cases. But there are obviously lots of emerging countries that aren't able to afford games at that price. But with cloud gaming and a subscription-based service, it allows them to get into that ecosystem without the massive investment that there has been typically. So it opens barriers as well, which is why we, we've been saying, you know, it is very much a global uh, phenomenon, cloud gaming. It isn't, uh, you know, it's not a blip and it's not something that is only available to more affluent states. 
Exactly. That's another brilliant point you've just made about cloud gaming. It just lowers the barrier for people to actually game. So it, it's especially this service, which we're going to touch on here. Uh, when we get into the pricing structure and how you actually su subscribe to channels and things like that, we're going to go in a bit more detail. It's the barriers for gaming are just getting lower, even though the game prices are getting higher, the actual barriers are getting cheaper. But uh, even though that sounds a bit paradoxical, we're, we are going to touch on that. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's a good segue into what is Amazon Luna? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and as I said at the top end of the show, uh, I mean, we kind of knew that Amazon were working on a cloud gaming platform. Um, it certainly wasn't a secret in the industry. Uh, and we knew they had something called Project Tempo, which was announced a short while ago. Uh, and that was in and is in essence their cloud gaming platform. So all the signs were there. And then, of course, week before last, uh, there was a big uh, Amazon event where they announced uh, a whole bunch of new nests, um, you know, some actually some amazing kit, like the the little uh, nest that follows you around in the kitchen. I think that's amazing. Um, and of course, right at the end of that, they said, "Oh, and by the way, Fire Stick, Fire Sticks, we've now got our cloud gaming platform." Uh, and boom, that was amazing to see because we knew nothing about it at that point. Uh, and this uh, that uh, Duncan's pulling up now is actually the page from the Amazon uh, website, um, which you can visit, and uh, it's Amazon.com. I think it's forward slash Luna. Uh, and this was, and this for most of us still is most of the information that we know about uh, Amazon Luna. Um, Duncan, do you want to just uh, take us through what this page offers us in terms of information? Yeah, absolutely. So firstly, uh, this is where you actually request early access into Luna. So uh, you can't just, uh, when this launches up in early access, uh, you can't just say you want it on that day. You have to actually request to get in. So if you haven't, if you're interested in it at all, I would I would go and and ask to get into it. But the thing is, you have to be in the United States at the moment. So if you're in the US, you can do this straight away. So yep, you can request access today. Um, they have said that <coughs> there will be early access launching early October. Uh, we've got, uh, we, we can guess on when that's likely to be. We don't know for sure. We do know a few things. We know, for example, that uh, Amazon Prime Day is coming up. Uh, and there's a question mark over whether they'd want to launch early access around that because it could get confused in the whole marketing of uh, obviously the discounts and so on around Amazon Prime. So, you know, they may decide to wait. However, we do think it's going to be October. Well, we know it's going to be October and we think it's going to be sooner than later. Um, so certainly it could be in the next few days. Yep, it's uh, it could be any day. This is the thing. This is what makes it exciting as well, because we don't actually know officially when it's going to <laughs> uh, launch an early access. But what early access means, uh, I think this isn't a launch. This isn't like a PlayStation 5 launch and everything should be working. The early access means it's going to be constantly worked on until they're officially going to launch launch the product so it's uh, another way to look at it uh, another term that gets used is a beta this is just getting then people try out the service to see if there's any issues and if they can make things better and make sure there's no kinks or bugs or anything like that so when you do pick this up uh, there will be issues or you should expect to have some things not a hundred percent because it's an early access 
Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I coughed. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching. I just, I just think I thought you didn't want that down your ear hole, yeah. mate. Basically, um, yeah. yeah. So that's right. So, so early access now. You can sign up now. It is on request, so you may be declined. Uh, I have no idea. We have no idea about the criteria there, and I think it's important for us to say right now off the bat as well. We're not going to get into speculation at this point, certainly not with our first episode. What we will do today is we will cover the facts as we know them. Uh, and there are quite a few of those. And we've we've read just about everything there is to read, all the interviews, etc. So, you know, we feel fairly gender, but there are some, you know, stuff still to be revealed. Uh, and we're not going to speculate and we're not going to make stuff up. That wouldn't be fair on you, our audience, and you will never get that from us in any case. So uh, today it's purely what we know. Uh, and we know that it is in early access. <laughs> so you can sign up today and you might be lucky and you may be offered access to that. Uh, when, However, it's important to say, Duncan, I'm not sure whether it's covered up above this screen. Um, it will not be free. Even on early access, there will be a subscription price, but it's cheap. It's $4.99. Uh, that's likely to change, but certainly during early access, it's $5.00. Yeah. This just shows you, by the way, here, uh, and this is another important point as well. Sorry, Duncan. Um, it's showing you uh, the most important thing is, is that any cloud gaming service is, is, you know, you're able to play it pretty much on any device uh, as long as it's got access to the Internet and it's got a relatively modern browser. What's interesting about Luna is twofold. One is that uh, they're stating that you can access it on your iPhones and your iPads. Now, just recently, there's been a lot of controversy because uh, Google Stadia and Microsoft xCloud, now known as uh, Game Pass Ultimate, uh, don't at this moment in time work on iOS devices as native apps. And a native app is one that you download from their relative app stores. However, what uh, Luna has done, or what uh, Amazon Luna has done, is they have created a progressive web app. It's a PWA in, in the trade, which is essentially a, a, a website that you download to your device. Uh, it looks like an app. You fire it up like an app. Uh, and when you're in there, you will be able to access the service. And that's the key thing here. Uh, they've worked with Safari over at Apple to make sure that uh, there's certain technology involved in this. Um, so that's one of the great things. It, it will be the first or one of the first cloud gaming services that will work across iPhone and iPad. Interestingly, though, it won't be launching on Android devices, although they do say that will come soon. So we hope that that will happen sooner than later as well. Yeah, but uh, they did say it's, I think it's a matter of weeks or so after this launch. So it, it's going to be relatively quick uh, for that. Just one slight correction. It's five ninety nine. You see, I'm always after a bargain, me, Duncan. If I can get Here. a dollar knocked off. I thought if I said it, Amazon might go in and correct the price downwards. You know, they might have just yeah. thought they'd made a mistake. But there you go. <laughs> what well, are we seeing yeah. here? What's this huge wall of color? Uh, this is the games. Uh, we're, we're actually going to touch on the games just a wee bit later, so we are. So uh, this is just a, a hint of what games that are available or will be available on the platform. Uh, just a heads up, uh, so far we've got a games list of 72 games which will be uh, part of uh, Luna Plus in the early access. But we're, we're, again, we're going to touch on that a, a wee touch later. Uh, 
Yeah, because they uh, said, I mean, they've said 50 plus, And in fact, they've been saying that they will augment those through the early access period. So I think it's fair to assume that come the end of the early access, access period, we'll be seeing a, a lot more than 50 games. And as Duncan's just said, we're already up to 72. So uh, it's, it's, you know, it's growing and it hasn't even become publicly accessible yet. Yep, uh, exactly. And um, one thing to note, uh, again, we're going to touch on this a wee bit, or we're actually we'll probably touch on it now, because uh, we're at the we're at the pricing. Uh, Luna is operating at this moment in time, and I think for the foreseeable future, again, we're not speculating. We're just going to say what it is now: uh, a subscription model. What that means is you don't actually buy games on the platform. You just uh, subscribe to to Luna Plus or um, soon to be the Ubisoft channel. So what that means is you, you get a selection of games and you can just jump in and play them. And but they're going to rotate every so often. Uh, what they have said uh, during the early access period, no games will actually leave the service. Uh, so there, there, I think there's going to be games which are going to be added, but during early access, there will be none removed. So that is yeah, something. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, subscription is is the way all the cloud gaming platforms are going in one form or another. Um, some of them are directly selling games. We think that will happen in time with with Luna, uh, but certainly what they have told us all to date is that it will be uh, an early access subscription price of five dollars and ninety nine cents per month. Uh, and as you can see here, it says unlimited hours of play. We don't actually think there will be an option where there won't be unlimited hours of play, and that's probably there in answer to GeForce Now, which does have a limitation, uh, a growing library of games which we've already seen 20 plus added to that library since the initial announcement up to 1080 60 frames per second and again we know they're working towards 4k fully expect 4k by the time early access is completed uh, and more most importantly for a lot of people particularly streaming on two devices at the same time which basically means that you can be on your phone on a game while a member of your family is playing a different game uh, on the same account on a different device or even potentially the same game uh, and of course as we've already said the devices that it will be on now the addition to this did you want to sorry Duncan, did you want to cover the channels yeah, I was just going to do a wee bit more about that. Uh, the stream to two devices is going to be a real big seller for a lot of people there. For $5.99 a month, you're getting access to two accounts uh, there. That is going to be a major seller. If you've got, if you, if you want to play with your partner, your son, your daughter, your mum, your dad, your uh, anybody in your family there, you can do that because uh, you can stream to two devices at the same time. That, it, again, uh, during the cloud gaming uh, sphere, there's always been the talk about, we want the Netflix of games. Mm -hmm. This is a Netflix of games where you just stream and you don't have to buy any more content. It is included in their price. Yeah. Again, we're, we're, we're not going into speculation mode here. There is some questions we need to ask about that going forward, but that's maybe for another show, like what happens if you want to buy DLC or, or add-on content? How does that all pan out? But that, that's that's questions for another show. Yeah, um, no, uh, absolutely. Sorry, Dan. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, if you look at the Ubisoft uh, what channel, which is coming, 
it's just to contrast it, uh, they are saying you're going to get the ultimate editions with the DLC for select titles. So that means if you get Assassin's Creed, it's going to be the Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which we know is definitely coming to the surface. That's going to be mm -hmm. the ultimate edition with all the all that DLC more than likely. But you only can stream to one device at a time if you're using the Ubisoft channel. So it is going to be up to the different uh, publishers to say how many people can do this and what the restrictions, etc., are on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and what we do know again is that the channel model, uh, and if we move across quickly, Duncan, to here. So what this is, ladies and gentlemen, is is a essentially how um, Amazon Prime Video works. Uh, so you have uh, the channel model here laid out, uh, which is essentially how we, we think that uh, Luna's gonna work as well. So the concept is is that um, you have your basic uh, free library of games, or in this case, films and TV shows. Um, and you can also subscribe to any one of these channels. So uh, all of these have a price. Um, this, uh, you know, it's 99p, it's an introductory offer, but it's about, um, uh, it's about, again, similar price. Um, this is £7.99, so let's say it's $10 essentially in the States. So, you know, we're looking at that those are going to be the kinds of model I think we can look forward to with Luna. In terms of will everything be part of that subscription in a channel, will you have access to all of their games? I would say probably not are the games that you will have access to going to all fall underneath one subscription price that's open to debate duncan and i both have a slight difference of opinion here my personal opinion is is that uh, there will be a mix of free to play and potentially discounts on other games duncan feels that it will be completely subscription based um, either of those, again, folks, we don't know yet, uh, and you can read the tea leaves and come up with different uh, concepts of how this is likely to go, but either of those two is a potential model. Um, what we do see here, which uh, I think is something we would probably want to touch on at some point, is that uh, we have a store, uh, and I think it's fair to assume that we'll also see a store within Luna Plus, or certainly Luna, uh, and therefore there will be titles to purchase as well as under the subscription basis. So, you know, you will have a mix in time, not necessarily during early access, but certainly afterwards. Yeah, just to clarify all this, because we don't want to get any misinformation out here at this moment in time. Uh, during all interviews, etc., they have completely ruled this out for the time being that you'll be able to buy any titles. It will be purely subscription-based for the foreseeable future, or for how much you're going to say. But that would be, we are talking about getting that speculation sort of banner going yeah, here. Yeah, you're right. We have to be careful, folks. I've already said we're not going to do this. Um, and unfortunately, we're both kind of very imaginative people and we love to think about how this stuff can work. We do need to stick to the facts. The facts are that they have said that for the foreseeable future, you they're not interested in selling games. Um, so we have to take them at their word. Uh, but I do think that at some point, even if it's um, simply you go to Amazon.com, the retail store, purchase a game and happen to have it added to your library within your Luna account, that's another possibility. We see that, for example, if you buy music on Amazon right now or a book, you can have that music or that book added into your Prime account as well. 
on the music or in the book section. So, you know, that's something else that could happen, but it's purely speculation. <laughs> and Duncan does need to rein me in. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we both made this sort of... Uh... Uh, packed at the beginning of this, we, we want to be, we we want to be completely down the line where we're just going to say uh, the facts are as close to the facts as we can get. We are going to get a speculation thing going when we do we go into speculation mode, so it can't be misinterpreted. But at this moment in time, Nuna is one hundred percent subscription based. Yes, and ruled out for the foreseeable future doesn't mean forever, yeah. Clive. Just adding to your point there. Okay, uh, so that's what we're going to definitely see in terms of channels. We then move into the hardware. Do we want to go on to this? Or do we, we'll come back to the controller because there's actually yeah, quite a sure. lot. Because uh, we'll, actually, we'll just do the controller now since it's here. Mm. Uh, we'll just zoom this out a wee bit here because I know you, you have something to show here. Uh, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, about the Luna controller has been copying, but we can actually show that the Luna controller has actually been part of Amazon for at least five years, if not yeah, longer. Absolutely. So what we're seeing here, folks, is believe it or not, the Amazon Fire TV game controller uh, circa 2015, which, as you can see, is virtually identical. So this is actually the skin, if you like, Mark One. Uh, that uh, the current, the new Lunar controller is based on. Um, so, you know, it isn't necessarily a hybrid of others. This one was probably to a degree, but as you can see, this has been around for a while uh, and it's virtually identical with some small cosmetic changes, uh, even down to things like those buttons in the center there. Um, so, yep, this was the, the Amazon Fire TV game controller, uh, currently unavailable. It's not available anywhere, of course, because it no longer is available. Uh, but as you can see, it's very... Uh, similar to the Luna controller, which Duncan will bring back up now. There it is. I, yeah, but what I was doing, I was just showing and comparing. So yeah, this isn't actually, oh my God, this is copying the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. This has actually been uh, in the works for a long time for Stadia. Five years or at least. Not Stadia, <laughs> for Luna. Yeah, so, and I think it's I think it's important to say as well, in the same way that with other platforms, um, there's a kind of uh, synthesis, uh, you know, an ongoing development around other hardware. Um, similarly, here, this is very much connected with the Fire Stick, Amazon Fire Stick. This that is how you will play your Lunar games on a television. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, it's fair to assume that a lot of the hardware and the development around Lunar has been happening alongside the development of the Fire Stick as well. Yeah, it has been. This has been going on for a long time. Amazon have been trying to get into the gaming market for years. Uh, we were discussing that I actually got one of these Amazon controllers, believe it or not, many years ago uh, because they were actually putting uh, Android games onto the Fire TV and I was giving it a try and it was absolutely fine. The controller was absolutely spot on. But with this uh, Luna controller, uh, it is using uh, something called Cloud Direct. Uh, basically, what this means is instead of connecting straight, if you if it's a console, you connect it to your Xbox, your PlayStation. This actually connects to your Wi-Fi. So instead of actually the Fire Stick, so it could actually go to the cloud servers quicker to get you a better experience uh, when playing on cloud uh, services. 
One of the funky things about this controller is, is you don't actually need to hook it up uh, mm -hmm. to each device. So if you're playing on, if, if it's actually showing you here, if you're playing on your TV, you just you just go onto your uh, laptop here in that case, or your tablet, and you just hit your play button. And because the controller is already connected to the internet, you don't actually have to wire it up again, or or Bluetooth it up, or sync it up you can just hop between any of these screens without having to think about your controller. How cool is that? Yeah, no, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, that is, um, again, with some rival platforms, you have to pair the device depending on where it is you're playing it, whether it's on a browser or whether it's on the television-connected streaming device. Uh, well, here you don't need to do that. As long as you can see your account on the device with the game you're playing, the controller stays connected at all times to the game. So you just move from device to device to device, which I think is a great feature. It absolutely is. And, and there's a USB-C there. Uh, it's just giving you some more. It's, it is the standard sort of controller. I think uh, everybody can see that. Uh, um, we've got the either headphone jack there as well. I'm mm -hmm. interested to find out that. And you, it is connected to Alexa. So it looks like from the word go, you can hit that button in the middle, I'm assuming, the microphone button, and go, uh, Alexa, play Grid, or Alexa, play Sonic, and it will load it up on the screen for you. So lots of nice touches there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's nice to see, uh, of course, that microphone may also uh, allow you to use this for chat as well through games um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works exactly uh, we'll move on to the next bit here uh, we're actually going to go into this in a bit more detail a bit later mm. about the uh, interactions of twitch and what all that can mean and uh, just more games and some of the frequently asked questions uh, what i will do now is i'm just going to change uh, screen here and hopefully i pull up the right screen here because of <laughs> they've all got strange names here uh there's been some thought in this you know folks we didn't just throw this together nope. five minutes before that's the wrong one ah, there you go it's, that's the it's just showing you you can play Falhalla here i'm just trying to find which mm -hmm. one i'm just looking for the name of this one um, while, you do, while you're doing that, it's worth pointing out, folks, that um, you know they have said on numerous occasions that uh, we will be able to play the new, new and upcoming um, Ubisoft games on day and date release. Well, you know, one of those coming up shortly is Watch Dogs uh, Legions, and that's actually released at the end of October. So, uh, you know, if you were a betting man, you may want to assume that we'll see the Ubisoft channel by that date. Duncan, what have we got here? What we have here is uh, one of the UI screens. Uh, one of the things we were talking about here was uh, why do we possibly think that we might be able to buy games? Uh, we had that question in the chat. If you look just down be below from home, there is an icon called library. So that just, uh, that may, uh, indicate something there or it could be just your library which is your channels again this is just speculation so it, I, I thought it was just interesting to just to bring some of this yeah up here. i mean these are, these are worth looking at anyway so obviously the main button at the top is your home button so that's going to take you to the main screen within the app 
Then we have the library. Um, you could assume that that is your library of games, uh, or it may be something else. Uh, then we have a playlist, so we know that we can create lists of our favourite genres or uh, our favourite games <coughs> settings, which we know at this you know, we know nothing about at this point in time. And a search button, which uh, which obviously will make a huge difference when you've got a myriad of of various channels uh, and obviously an increasing library of playable games. So being able to search uh, is really cool. Um, the only other thing I think on this screen, Duncan, are you going to? You were scrolling down, weren't you, when I stopped you? Sorry. Uh, so you can see here, continue playing. There's all the games that you've been playing. Um, we see newly added to Luna, uh, which obviously stands for the fact that they've just been added. Sorry, Duncan. Yeah, it's just to add into that uh, again. This is what I'm, we're going to love to do here uh, until the service is launched. It's going to be lots of what's this mean? What's that mean? Because <laughs> uh, there's actually two here. It's newly added to Luna, and um, what the one below is included with Luna Plus. So, what does newly added to Luna mean? Does that mean it's just added to Luna Plus? But that would be included in Luna Plus. Does this mean that new games onto the service? It's so much. There's so much here I, to actually. I'm loving. Talk I'm loving your your Sherlock Holmesian uh, inquisition, and you're right. Um, there are those are two clearly different things. Um, so not all games added to Luna will be added to Luna Plus. But in defense, Duncan, it could be that any game that's added to any channel gets shown under newly added to Luna. So we might see two Ubisoft titles, we might see two other channels. I'm not going to mention any other studios because we don't know who's being added. Uh, and we might see those that have been added to Luna Plus. And then of course, below there, um, we'll see all the games that you do get under your Luna Plus subscription. Yep, exactly. I'm just going to bring up another screen here because there, there is actually a, a wee bit of information out here, uh, which, it, it, like you said, it gets us uh, speculating and whatnot. And here we've got another, uh, the home screen it probably looks like. Yeah, that's most likely the home screen. Um, although it's also fair to assume, Duncan, that different devices may have different responsive screens so it may well be or this may have even been an earlier version of the of the user interface so it may well be that this is what you would see on a television for example where you have more space whereas the previous one may have been on a tablet where there's less space uh, and it's just rejigged the layout to make it work for that specific device which we see a lot in, in obviously in my line of work. Um, so I, my guess is this is probably the television interface. Uh, the previous one was probably for a smaller interface. Yep, and again, it's the same icons along the top. Yep. Uh, we've got the settings. And if you look along our top right, there's your wee user icon there, or your wee avatar. Oh, if I can... There you go. <laughs> You're not a light bulb. Yep. That's a little yep. astronaut there. Yeah, so there is so much actually here to investigate and have have speculation for. Yeah, um, I mean, and just just sorry, Duncan. I mean, it is fair to say that uh, your your first question was, "Is this the home screen?" And if you look at the top left, the home icon is actually highlighted. So I think it's fair to assume that this would be the home screen oh look there's us uh and obviously it's showing you the last game that you played so that you can go straight in there rather than dig around for it again yeah you've gone on to mute 
accidentally. Yep. Uh, <laughs> here's just another uh, screen here. And uh, if you, for more speculation that is coming in October, these images were actually released in September. And uh, if you have other popular games for October. So that's another reason why. Ah, uh, yes. Like, well spotted. So. We, well, we definitely know that early access is starting in October. I mean, they've said that. Um, and I think, as I've said, it has to be before the 29th of October if they're day and date for uh, Ubisoft um, Watchdogs Legion. Uh, and it's only shortly afterwards that we're then getting Val. I think is Valhalla December the third or November? I forget. It's November. It's uh, Watchdogs is the end of this month, and then yeah. Assassin's Creed is uh, November, and then uh, what's just went out from my head? Gods and Monsters. Gods and uh, Phoenix Rising. Yeah, Immortals Phoenix Rising yeah. is coming in December, and then That's December third. Yeah. And then you've got Far Cry. There's so many games coming with Ubisoft here. Um, yep. You would assume probably like P Prince of Persia and, and some of their smaller ones. And uh, what's yeah, the same? I think Prince Pilgrim. of Persia is PC only, but we don't know what's being ported to uh, Amazon Luna until all, all we have had so far is an official press release from Ubisoft to confirm that they are indeed coming to Amazon Luna. Um, no mention anywhere of the word Uplay Plus, by the way, purely Ubisoft. Um, so we don't know in what form it's coming, how many games it's bringing, what the price of that subscription is likely to look like, uh, or what of their new titles they'll be bringing day and date. But we know that there will be some, that it is definitely coming, and there will be at least one game in the subscription. Absolutely. What, what, what we can actually do now is we can actually... Look to just uh, confirm about the Ubisoft stuff. Uh, if you just give me one wee second, I will bring up this new screen. Sorry for people on the, listening to this on the podcast, but we are going to talk through it as well. Uh, this is the official Ubisoft uh, press release, and it's uh, some of the highlights here. Players can subscribe to the new Ubisoft gaming channel and get access to Ubisoft games at up to 4K resolution on Luna, including games from Ubisoft's back catalogue, as well as new releases like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and Immortals Phoenix Rising, which once the channel launches will be available on the service on the same day they launch on other platforms. So Ubisoft games look like they're coming what's called day and date onto mm -hmm. Luna. Uh, again, there's some more in here which we're going to touch on a wee bit later. Uh, they're talking about Twitch and how that's actually a big draw for them and how uh, Clyde Gaming's actually uh, changing the way uh, people uh, are playing games with their experience on other platforms because uh, basically Ubisoft go to absolutely every single cloud platform going. They've teamed up with GeForce Now which is, an, is another uh, cloud gaming service and they've also teamed up with uh, Stadia. Yeah, and um, someone in the chats just asked, uh, is will Luna be a casual service? Well, Mark Whitten, who is the vice principal uh, vice president, I beg your pardon, he's not at school, um, of <laughs> and in charge, pretty much in charge of Amazon Luna. He's he's on record as saying that uh, you know they're very they're very much aware that the kind of audience that uh, is attracted to cloud gaming is the more casual gamer. 
Um, we've often said it in our other shows that are cloud gaming related, that cloud gaming is perfect for people with busy lives, uh, casual gamers, people with families, people at school, uh, you know, people that want to dive in, play a game, spend an hour or half an hour or less and come out again and get back pretty much in the same point. Uh, and certainly uh, Amazon Luna sees their offering in a similar vein. Yeah, exactly what they've said. Uh, I, I it's something along this line. I actually lost the article, which yeah, I've been trying to find the exact quote. <laughs> yeah, basically the the quote was along the lines of it, this. Luna is aiming for the people who want to play games, but they don't want to put out getting expensive hardware. And there's been some limitations of actually uh, wanting to game before. It's a gaming service for what for game or want to be gamers and people like that. It's just to suck people into gaming from the very first time or get people back into gaming without having to worry about getting consoles or PCs. Yeah, and you know, I mean, there's a there's a lot. <laughs> We could sit here and debate all night what what is the difference between a casual gamer and a non-casual gamer. I classify myself as a casual gamer, but I must play at least an hour a day. Um, so volume of time, you know, I'm passionate about gaming, but time gets in the way, life gets in the way. And the beauty of cloud gaming is, is that I don't have to go into my specific gaming room, um, fire up my, you know, very expensive specific gaming hardware uh, and go through all the motions of the resets and everything else and then install the update. I can just go to my television, fire up my Fire Stick TV, pull out my controller, press a button, play the last game I was playing within seconds. So, you know, whether you in, in, in yourself or a casual gamer, it's a casual gaming experience and it's absolutely optimized for that. Yep, exactly. And I personally don't like the terms casual gamer, hardcore gamer, mid-core mid gamer, because I think them terms are just misunderstood and uh, you can't really define that anymore because yeah. things have completely changed. Particularly, particularly if you're, you know, if you're just coming back to gaming after you've been a while away for a while. I think the thing that um, that I'm quite fond of saying is, you know, traditional gaming is quite tribal because if you have invested in let's make a name playstation for example um you know you've spent money you've invested in the games you've built your uh, connections your network of friends that are all on playstation you are quite tribal around the playstation as a device whereas with cloud gaming all that is gone it's you know and and particularly these days because across the board across all studios all publishers they're looking to make all games cross-platform and cross-progression so if you play for example destiny 2 on an xbox you can play destiny 2 on another device um, of a different brand or in you know another cloud gaming platform and that's the key to the future uh, all games will work wherever you are you will just have your personal uh, subscription of choice for whatever reason, or you may, as is the case with Duncan and I, have several subscriptions of choice and, you know, play across the board because the amounts of money we're talking about actually allow you for less than the price of a medium price game to have one, two, three, four, five different cloud gaming solutions that you can choose depending on what games they have on offer, what devices you've got, where you are in the world and so on and so forth. Yeah, exactly. Game Gaming uh, is going the way of uh, streaming uh, 
video content you're going to just flick between whichever ones you take your fancy at that time uh there was something you were you were saying there and it's just went completely out from my head <laughs> i think also that's reflected in in what amazon are doing which is bringing the the channel uh concept so uh you know if if you're in specifically into a certain type of game because they've talked well mark Witten has said not only could we potentially bring uh, different studios as channels, but we could bring different genres as well. So, you know, we could have a sports genre uh, where you pay eight, nine, ten dollars a month or more or less, but you have a range of sports games in there or esports games. Uh, and integration with Twitch, of course, will have a big impact on how much of, the, of that you want to get into. And I think we'll, we'll probably move on to Twitch, Duncan, but that is where the lines between inverted commas, uh, casual gamers and more serious gamers comes to play. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing about Luna is the Twitch integration. Uh, there's just one wee tiny thing I do want to uh, talk about, and that is uh, you brought it up about cross-play and cross-progression. Uh, that is something which uh, Luna has said is going to happen. They are 100% on board with that from the word go, uh, that you'll be able to... Uh, uh, they're going to be encouraging cross-platform multiplayer and cross-save. Uh, so that means you can, no matter where you are, you could be, should be able to get uh, uh, access to multiplayer matches and whatnot. So yeah. we're going to go on to some Twitch stuff now. So this is mm. going to be actually quite interesting here. I'm just going to bring up another uh, screenshot here. And again, it's another UI one. So... Uh, I have to just grab this screen up here as it's just uh we're going to be describing it anyway here but here we go uh, this is another screenshot this is from engadget and uh, hopefully that is showing up okay there for everybody uh with uh lena from the word go they are integrating into twitch so if you go into one of these games which we're going to come to this show is just absolutely flying in because we've got so much to talk about <laughs> and, we've, and we've got so much more to talk about uh, with uh, the, this article here it's actually showing you the ui when you actually go into play a game so in this case this is control so you've got the play now they must be subscribed uh, to Luna Plus to get this. Mm -hmm. And it gives you their trailers and screenshots within the game. But actually below that, uh, you've also got Twitch streams of people playing the game. So what that means is you'll be able to go down to there and if you want to just check out a game before you actually go into it, you could actually watch someone playing the game on Twitch before you actually play so that is going to be madness going forward here yeah. and if and if you're watching on twitch you can do the reverse so if you see someone playing a game which is available on luna you can say i want to play that and you'll be taken into that game to play it yeah absolutely and we can see here add to playlist as well 
um, which obviously is one of the icons on the side there. So you could add the game to your playlist even if you haven't played it yet. I happen to have played this and completed it, by the way. It is a solo player game. Uh, it is an absolute beast in terms of uh, what kind of GPU and power is needed to play this game. I don't think we've touched Duncan uh, or whether we are going to touch on the technology that's powering Luna, but suffice it to say, it will be able to deal with control uh, because it has similar technology to my gaming PC that I played this game on. So um, what we're seeing here, as you rightly said, is people playing the game. So we can view that. Uh, and I think you, you were saying that that was a similar function of OnLive all those years ago that you particularly liked, that you could literally see live streams of people playing the game. Um, if it's a multiplayer game, of course, there will be options to uh you know to be invited in to play on those games as well or to invite other people to play on those games yeah and um, we're uh, i think that's more into speculation sort of mode there i think okay I'll, I'll retract that last statement we retract so. that we, we <laughs> yeah we, we're trying to we're, we are trying to do that but uh, i was going to touch on some of that as well uh what we do know about uh, Twitch, they are also working on uh, functionality. I'll get the term up here when Rock starts speaking again, where if you're watching a Twitch streamer, you can join in a game and you came with exactly what you were saying there. I think that's going to be the natural evolution of this is you'll be able to just join in. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be there at launch, uh, but I think that is, that's going to be a classic uh, evolution of this going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to note as well, you know, we don't know to what extent uh, the functionality that's been discussed will be available during early access. Um, you know, we've seen with other platforms where there was uh, a lot talked about prior to launch, some of it still to be rolled out. So again, we just have to, you know, grain of salt some of it. Uh, I have no doubt whatsoever that everything that's been discussed will be coming, uh, but not necessarily on the first day of early access. Uh, Duncan, I did actually, I think it was in the press center, uh, I did come across a list of the various features that they're looking to uh, release with, um, with Luna over time, with their integration with Twitch. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen that list. It was vast. It was a great big long list of features and functions. If we I don't haven't. find it tonight, we'll pull it together for next week's episode. Maybe we'll make that something we can actually look at in detail because there were there were quite it was quite a long uh, quite a long list. So a lot of what I just said was semi speculative, but it was based on what I'd read. Yep. So we'll we'll do that. Yeah, uh, I was just going to just say well, some of the stuff which you, I think it's not maybe going to be there at lunch, but it will be coming eventually. This is, uh, people uh, I don't underestimate how big Amazon are in the gaming space. Uh, I think they forget Twitch is owned by them. Uh, they run AWS, which is the cloud solution, and they power most of the games. And there's loads and loads of features within Twitch already, but some of the things which are coming up is called Twitch Join In, uh, which is a feature which allows uh, Twitch uh, broadcasters to invite game or invite fans to join them inside the game. So you would have, it seems just like a natural fit to that will be in Delina. Uh, you've also got. Uh, things called Twitch chat play. Uh, again, you would think that's going to be in Luna as well. That's where people can change the outcomes of games by voting and gifting power-ups or, or changing the level based on the number of 
people watching the broadcast or just changing the games up, you'd have to think that that's going to be in the in the, in the fullness of time. Again, not not at lunch. After, are you trying to find that there, Rock? I, I've given up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I, I mean, suffice it to say, um, you know, it was a surprise when uh, Amazon bought Twitch. I think they were in a bit of a, a race with Google, uh, but clearly they've been thinking for some time about integration with future uh, gaming systems. And indeed, we know looking at, for example, LinkedIn with some of the staff um, that they certainly have been working on uh, Project Tempo and Luna per se for at least a couple of years. So, you know, this hasn't been something that they've just cobbled together after they've seen, for example, the launch of Stadia. This has actually been in development now for a short while. Um, so, you know, it's, it, I think it's fairly safe to assume that the purchase of Twitch was in their mind for this as a particular integration in the future. And of course, most recently we've seen Hyperscape with Twitch integration. Uh, we know that uh, this Tuesday coming, Baldur's Gate 3 is released uh, early access and that has Twitch integration as well uh, with some of the features in terms of choosing how a player plays uh, and so on and so forth. So, you know, there's definitely that functionality there and it's coming, you know, almost day and date right now. Yep, this is really, really exciting here. We've actually knocked off uh, quite a lot there in this, this talk on what is Luna. We actually had just to fight it up a bit more, but we'll, what we'll move on to now is the game list. Uh, just going to get this up here. At this moment in time, there is 72 uh, games uh, available on... Uh, or oh, there will be. <laughs> or there will be, yes. <laughs> Uh, there's 72 games listed as coming to Luna Plus at some stage. And this is excluding the Ubisoft games. So uh, they've said there's going to be at least 50, 50. Ubisoft. Yep. So there'll be 50 games on top of this. So we'll have a quick uh, skim down this. With, uh, you can call out ones which uh, stick out to you. Uh, Grid sticks out to me. Mm -hmm. uh, Control is a big game. Uh, Blood is a huge game. Yeah, Bloodstained is a, a massive game as well. Ab Absu, uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons is a really, really mm. uh, well-reviewed game and well-loved game. Uh, then we have uh, the Steam World games, which are really great fun. Uh, we've yep. got the Shanti uh, series there as well. Uh, the Mummy Demastered is actually pretty pretty good. Uh, we've got Ukulele, uh, Yuki's Islands Express. Uh, see, there's some of the... Uh, yeah. With these games here, there should be something for everybody. Uh, we've got our costume, or not, our mascot character in Sonic here. We've got big... Well, with you, yeah, we've got so many great games here they may not all appeal to uh, appeal to you but there should be something here for everybody yeah and particularly duncan if you know again going back to who is who is uh luna aimed at uh you know if you're not a massive gamer uh you know and if you're not somebody that only plays triple a's or or you know refuses to play indie games uh, or has played all these games then you may not necessarily be the target audience anyway but for people that are casual gamers i know i know it's not a nice term i'm happy to come up with something else if you want to suggest it but people that don't play day in day out a lot of these games will be new to them 
you know, and some of them, I mean, Control is not that old. As I said, I've only just completed it. Uh, Resident Evil 7, you know, that's the most, that's the most up to date. Um, obviously we've got the Resident Evil 8 coming out next year. So, you know, some of these are big hitting games. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's that Tennis World Tour 2. It's only been out for two weeks or so. That yeah. is a brand new game out there. As you said, it's trying to appeal to a broad audience. And there's some games that really stick out to me is the Contra. Yeah. It's going back old school, old, old school gamers. You've got the Sonic as well, which is going to appeal to people. And R-Types, you're pulling in the, the retro game fans here as well. There's such a, a real good mix of games here. Uh, again, there, A Plague's Tale, another well-reviewed and well-thought, well well thought off title there's just so many games I've, here i've almost i'm on the very last chapter <laughs> i think it's also uh, i mean again touching on the tech um one of the things that amazon have done is that they have used game standard engines and uh, the hardware is standard in the gaming industry which has which makes it a lot easier for studios to port their titles across um, you know where uh, other platforms have gone a more esoteric or a more exotic route for various reasons all of them very legitimate but it does make it a little harder to port games whereas here it's a much simpler process, so it's easier for uh, studios to buy into offering titles on Luna Plus or in their own channels than um, particularly in other in other setups, for example. Yep, exactly. It's we just have to see all how this plans out. It is just so so exciting here uh, going forward. Uh, you yeah, just it really don't know. It, everything is changing from one day to the next, and you just don't know what is going to happen. Uh, so, Rock, I, I think that's maybe a good place to actually end this first one, where we've just mm. done a quick, another quick overview, but a, a reasonably in depth uh, overview. I think so, Duncan. Uh, yeah, I think we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, I mean, there's, as I say, it's an evolving. You know, it, it, it's it's rapidly evolving, uh, and the, the key thing for us is is that obviously we'll have our our hour long casts on a Sunday, um, but we will be bringing breaking news as it happens through the week. So watch out, subscribe to us, follow us. Uh, you know, we will be popping up. It may be both of us, it may be one of us, but when there is breaking news we will be there straight away on the channel. Uh, and as I said, we don't know yet when um, Amazon Luna will be properly available under early access, but the day that it is, we will be streaming from uh, someone's account. It won't be us because we're in the UK and we're not allowed yet, but uh, and we're not going to play silly tricks with VPNs and stuff. That would be unfair on the service. Um, you know, you really do need to be quite close to the uh, servers and the data farms so uh, but we do have a lot of friends and we will be bringing that to you so do watch out for that um, Duncan I thought it was an excellent first show thank you very much my friend thank you very much for uh, joining uh, this is we're going to do this every week at this time and we are going to do it for an hour so if you're listening to this on podcast services uh, we do start this off just around seven o'clock UK time which is two o'clock uh, Eastern and 11 o'clock Pacific. Uh, we'll have a wee talk before the show, a wee talk after it. So if you want to come and join the fun, just find us on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash 
the Lunar Cast. So, Duncan, uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you, or do you want to completely remain anonymous? I want to completely remain anonymous. Uh, <laughs> so it's easy for it, you to say. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, you can find me at One Day Escape on Twitter, and uh, you can check me out there. And what about you, Rock? You can find me at uh, you can find me at Cloudy Rocks on Twitter, and uh, you can find us both at the Lunacast on Twitter, of course. You can also find us at uh, www.thelunacast.com. Uh, and of course, and we also archive this show. So as well as releasing it as a podcast in audio form, we also archive it. You can watch it here on Twitch for the next two weeks. Or uh, if you didn't get to it in two weeks, it'll be archived on YouTube uh, on uh, youtube.com forward slash rockstar. Okay, and I think that should do us for now. So uh, thank you all for joining and we'll hope to see you next week. Take care. All the best, Duncan. See you in a all week. Keep your head in the cloud and your eyes on the moon. <laughs>